I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get started. started. Hello. Welcome to Truth Fairies Podcast. Today we're podcasting live from Mars. It is 1960, and here we are. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Truth Fairies Podcast. So immature. We are here. We are happy to record. We're excited. Yeah. Um, We're welcoming Robin again today. I'm back. She's back. I'm back. So, yeah, we're back. Someday she's just going to move here. I am. Yep. Yep. We're excited. You never know when it'll be. Yeah. Could be in a week. Could be in a year. Could be tomorrow. Tomorrow. Someday. <laughs> we yeah. might just keep you in our basement. I may. I tied, may stay in your basement. Tied up. Okay. Tied up. Neither one, one of us have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, neither well, one of you isn't have Isn't that them. what basements are for? Uh-huh. To tie people up in? Yep. That's what I use mine for. I mean, (laughs) when I was growing up, I always felt like Satan lived in the basement. Oh, for sure. And so anytime I would run up the stairs, in my mind, like I had this visual of Satan literally like (laughs) grasping at my heels as I'd run up the stairs. Now, now, by Satan... Like, tell me, like, did you picture the horns, the tail, the, like, the pitchfork? He, no, or was it just like a dark It was figure? more like an undetermined, undefined, dark, satanic Ew. entity. Okay. We did have a Satan drawn on our wall in the basement by the oh. previous owners. <laughs> that might have had something to do I with think it. I think it was actually a gorilla of sorts, but <laughs> it, it's a gorilla. It's, no, it's not a it gorilla. Is. Go you look have, at it. It's Nephi fighting a Satan. Wow. That is made up. This is Mandela effect. My whole effect. life, that's this what I Man- thought it was. This is a Mandela effect, probably. We will. Can I send you the picture? Please and you do. guys post it and tell us what the, what it the is. picture is Please of. do. We'll let we'll you do. guys decide. Yep. When you So uh, the boogeyman lived in my basement. And the boogeyman to me was like a nude, red, covered in bumps. <laughs> like he didn't have like, like, how did you picture the boogeyman? Like to me, he was like uh, completely covered in like bumps like those weird pumpkins you know those warty pumpkins he was naked yes but not like i mean it was like a ken doll naked but like he just like it was like (laughs) he didn't have defined genitalia (laughs) exactly oh it was like a skin suit of red warts was the boogeyman in my mind that's horrifying because you hear the boogeyman you don't know what like couldn't you just flick a wart I mean, aren't warts sensitive? <laughs> Mine aren't. Just <laughs> Robin does not have warts. I don't know. Like, I wasn't planning on fighting him. I mean, I just think that would be like, an I didn't easy... have strategies in my mind of how to take down the boogeyman. That's just what I pictured. Just take a fingernail and just scrap the s- surface level. Like, oh, why'd you do that? Why oh, hurt me? <laughs> yeah, I, everything in my life stems back to Satan. I, like all, like I have my satanic dreams yeah. weekly and and all of those things. But it was always just a. It was never like a defined image. Huh. Just a scary, just an overall just grabbing my heels all the way yeah. up the stairs. And there was a satanic dream this week. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yes, there was. Now, um, did you get awoken from it? Did Jake, like? Uh, no, he just let he just let it ride out. He lets it go <laughs> when you're <laughs> gnashing, not wailing teeth. and gnashing teeth, citing the Lord's prayer. He as lets you have it ride out before with us. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it must have been mild. I think I won in this one. I oh, think good. I overcame. And what does he look like in your dreams? He doesn't. I just I just know that weird stuff is going on, and I'm having to do a lot of scripture recitation, <laughs> praying. Um, some things are flying. 
generally. Oh, kind of like Dementors? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like wow. a full exorcism. Huh. Weekly. Weekly. I think you need some kind of like hypnosis Therapy. or like something to figure out where the stems from. But who would I be without it? <laughs> you know? You don't want to let go of your satanic uh, possession? Then I just show up and I'm a normal person just with normal dreams. Non-possessed human? Yeah. Then what? Wow. Suddenly it's mean, not fun. I dare say it has <laughs> like a lot made to you fun. Satan made her fun. <laughs> I dare say it has a lot to do with what's in her closet. Have you been in her closet, no. Brooke? No. Well, let's do this as well. <laughs> I want you to come look in her closet. Okay. Is that okay, Jamie? Sure. And I'd like you to take a picture of what you see in the closet and post it on the okay. on your Instagram. Okay. And tell me if that might have something to do with these dreams. With the devil dreams. Okay. But I'm used to that. No. I have a bookshelf in my room that was made that is a coffin. Right. <laughs> so don't you think that these things collectively could reflect themselves in your satanic dreams? Not unless they're point. possessed, unless they are haunted, like a haunted item. That are now. Wait till in your you dream. see what's in her closet. <laughs> so okay, okay. I we I will return and report with that. Picture. The Necronomicon is locked in this safe in there. So I mean I don't know. I don't know. It could be. It's weird. <laughs> She's okay. living in the depths of hell. Oh so gosh. hints. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, is anything tickling y'all's fancy um, this week? A good, any shows you're watching or podcasts you've been listening to that I'm tickled have delighted by. You? I'm loving Love After Lockup. Interesting. I mean, I'm in. You're fully in. I'm fully in. I there's a few couples on this season that I think will make it. There's one couple particularly that I think will. Are these the ones they kind of get like pen pals when they're in there? Some of them are, but yeah, there's different. Some they've met before. Some they've met through the prison system. Huh. Um, but oh, it is just a delightful show. Okay. Yeah, it tickles my fancy. I've been watching Ginny and Georgia. I have been told I need to, but I have not. You yet know what's done interesting that. about it is none of the characters are likable, so it's kind of an interesting show because you're like, I don't like it. like they're likable. I I think that's the wrong word. They're not. None of them are like good people. You know, like the main character of a show, like the teenage girl, is usually the one who's like independent and like knows herself and like stands up for the. This main character is like typical like. Like a falling, shitty person? Kind of falling into the typical pitfalls of adolescence, trying to fit in and being mean to people because you're trying to fit in or doing sex stuff because you're trying to fit in. Like that kind of thing where you're oh. like, oh, that's not – definitely yeah. not like a role model, which isn't what I watch TV for. But you're just kind of used to the main characters having – Like being, being like the positive or good or – the protagonist. Yeah, yeah being right? the, yeah. the typical protagonist. There is no typical protagonist in this show. They're all oh. bad. They're all kind of bad. Hmm. But but it's it's a good show, though. That and Wednesday I've been watching. I need to watch Wednesday. Yeah. I keep hearing about that. It's cute. <laughs> Jamie, what is not tickling your fancy? Um, what is not tickling my fancy? What's poking your bib? I can't think of anything that's not. Oh, good. Um, How about the new Bachelor? The new. Uh, when does that start? This we week, Monday. Yeah. Start, so by by this air, it will have started. His um his nose holes, <laughs> I, I I just can't get past him. I can't see him for who he is. They're aggressive nostrils. They're and, yeah. and the voice, the voice. Oh, I can't wait to start this journey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just weird and gross to me. And but will you be watching? Well, I we said no when it came out, and now we're like, we'll watch a few. 
course. We'll watch a few. We'll give it. We'll test the waters. We have to at least know who the girls are so we can hate them for paradise. He's just so unlikable to me. Yeah. And weird and awkward and out of place. Not not sexy. Not sexy. Mm -hmm. How they chose him, I'm not quite sure. And sometimes when they choose people they don't know that well, it backfires. Mm. And I I feel like he always laughs like this. (laughs) 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 I wish you could see my face. I wish you could too. Like the nostrils and the, (gasps) I don't know. He's just such an awkward fool to me. A little caveman-ish. But hey, you know. The girls will all be in love with him on day one, regardless. It doesn't even matter. They could put an ape. (laughs) <laughs> on that show. A literal ape. Uh-huh. And the girls would be like, oh my God, he's the man of my dreams. He's so unique. He's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, stupid and gross. Okay. That's okay, it. well, good. We will carry on. Yes. Do you want me to start with um, the weird? The weird and wacky, wacky world. world. This one is weird and or wacky. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So remember how I have an issue with foreign money? No. <laughs> like, I never know what to call it. Look at this number. Is it a euro? Is that a euro? Is that a that's franc? That's a euro. Let me see. That's, I believe oh, that's, that's a, a euro. euro. Yep. I think, How do you know? Because I think all of Europe, they all went to euros. Remember years ago, they got rid of francs no, and pounds. No, I don't pounds. remember. They did. Europe, mon- Europe went to a one money system. Good to know. Even Greek, everyone uses euros now. Okay, well, in I, light of that. I might have made that up. A man who became a dog... For 12,480 euros. Which is how much in American money? It's like, it's like 14,000. Yeah, oh. A, it's, yeah. Okay. Um, he worries his friends will think he's weird. Nah. <laughs> Why would they? Okay, a man with a desire to become a dog has fulfilled his lifelong dream after purchasing a 12,480 euro human-sized collie costume. But worries his friends will think it's a peculiar habit. You think? <laughs> Toko? That's his name. Okay. You think, Toko? They're going to think you're a little off? Human name or dog name is Toko. Toko. I do, doesn't say. Okay. It says a Japanese man named Toko is sharing updates of his life as a giant dog after he spent 2 million yen, which equates to 12,480 euros or 14,000 American dollars. Holy cow. On a, li- on a human-sized collie costume. He has always dreamed of becoming an animal and now dresses up as a dog a few times a month to live his childhood fantasy. Um, he has his own YouTube channel. He shares videos of himself learning how to eat, play, and train like a pooch. Um, speaking about the opinions of his peers, Toko thought, told The Mirror, which is, this is a Mirror article, I rarely tell my friends because I'm afraid they will think I am weird. My friends and family seem very surprised to learn I became an animal. Okay, a couple of things. Wow. Surprised is an understatement. Number two, you did not become an you animal. You become one. You put on a damn costume. Yep. And you overpaid for it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Except I think I might have seen these pictures, and it's insane. It's, this is actually um, a picture of it. That's him eating. Yes, I've um, seen this. It looks real. Look oh at it. Oh, my gosh. It looks completely real. It's not real. a furry. This no. is not no. like a furry costume. This is like a this looks like this looks. We will post this picture. Dog. It is crazy looking. Um, oh, he wow. says mm-hmm. he says he mostly enjoys doing <laughs> things that only dogs do because it makes him feel like a proper pet. Such as he finds that activities that involve his hands the most difficult, as his <laughs> paws often get in the way. <laughs> Since childhood, he has had this unspecific fantasy of becoming an animal. Blah blah blah, ju ju ju. 
blah blah blah. Okay. Okay. Um, he I mean, shows live clips your dreams, on man. Live right? your dreams. He shows clips on social media of him rolling over for belly rubs, pretending to sit and lift his paws. With and, who though? And yeah. Walking Who's on a lead. Him and walking him, and he looks just like an animal. It's weird. He looks like a damn animal. I'm I'm not surprised that costs fourteen thousand yeah. dollars. So have we ever run into dogs that are people and we just don't know it? <laughs> so <let's, laughs> be careful who you pet out there. I go on home and and open the kennel and a human comes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I thought this was a dog. It's like yeah. that orphan that tricked her family into thinking she was eight and she was like twenty one. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like that. What if your dog is a refugee pretending just to get a home? Double check your dogs. Okay. <laughs> He also learned how to eat fake dog food, venture outside in a lift, and even hang a hammock. Kate, well, those aren't dog dogs activities. Don't do those dogs don't Kate, get taxis. Toko. No, no. What are you doing? Wait, and if you so badly want to be a dog, don't eat fake dog food. Eat real dog food. Kibble for you. This That's is so his creepy. face. These pictures are unreal. Kay. We will post them along with Satan and the closet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it took 40 days to make this costume. Wow. He keeps making improvements to it. Um, they found a way to create the skeleton structure of a dog, and they spent a lot of time studying it. Holy cow. Um, in addition, they collected photographs taken from, from various angles so that the beautiful coat of the collie can be reproduced and devised so that the coat will flow naturally. Wow. Wow. Um, ba ba Yeah, so that's his does him looking out the window. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> looking at passers by. He looks very prestigious. Chasing the mailman. He's cute. Um, he's a cute I want to see the YouTube videos because I want to see how he walks and like yeah. does it look dog like. This person said on here, one the, of the comments was, You inspire us to fulfill our dreams. <laughs> I hope I become the animal I want to be as well. Aww. You're an inspiration to us. Don't you owe this? They're living wow. their dreams. Um, yeah, and they said, don't be nervous of people seeing you. You're just a guy with a quirky hobby. <laughs> is, it, is that what we're calling it? I mean, when you spent that much in your lights, I feel like it's more than a hobby. I think it's more than quirky. <laughs> I think it's severe. I think it is concerning. But you know what? He's not hurting anybody. Well, <laughs> who's taking care of him, though? That's what, yeah. So Apparently, I'm more concerned about them. Yeah. Apparently, it's only a few times a month that he dresses mm-hmm. up. But I I mean, that's like... It's going to escalate. Yeah. Yeah, the next thing you know, he'll be living as a human baby and having an adult change his diaper. I don't... <laughs> it's going to It's gonna take a turn. Yeah, these things often escalate. This is just the beginning. But in the meantime, Toko, good fetch, for you. Fetch that ball. Fetch that ball and continue living your best life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How mm. funny. How weird. He is cute, though. Mine would be like a horse. You know, like always playing horses growing up. But mm-hmm. I wasn't a horse girl, but like every kid plays dog. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Let's play puppies. Let's play kitties. You let's, have to. Like mm-hmm. I don't know any kid that hasn't, but it's like he never let go of that. Maybe his mom didn't let him play. <gasps> get up. Get on your own two feet, boy. You are not a dog. Yeah. Not Maybe. A dog. I feel like it's stuff like that that creates fetishes. Yeah. When it's like shamed as a kid or whatever, that then you, as an adult, have that need to, to act it out. Uh-huh. Don't I you will think? be a dog, and I'll show you oh, all. Oh, I will show I you, mother. I am a dog. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> mother. Oh, thank you for that okay. submission. So. All right. Should we move on to Oh, Honey? Yes. Oh, Honey. Oh, Honey, please tell us. Robin, do you want to start? Are you ready? Does this classify as an Oh, Honey? Well, anything. Yes, it does. Oh, Honey's a pretty open-ended, like, okay. are we going to shake our head and go, Oh, Honey? <laughs> You're going to laugh. Okay. okay. Then then that constitutes. So I'm going to start off by giving you some some synonyms oh. for what we're going to talk about today. Okay. 
Maybe I shouldn't do this. You may have to cut this out. Um, dirt box. Ooh. Clacker. Um, leather Cheerio. What? <laughs> <laughs> Smelly. Brown star. Ew. Oh, it's a butthole. Yes. <laughs> oh, was this a game? I was yes. supposed to guess. Yes. Dang it. You're guessing our topic by some synonyms. Now, Brown I don't star. like the word butthole. Is that a synonym or a euphemism? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to say a, a, a bung. Okay. A bunghole. A poop okay. shoot. A poop shoot. That was also on the list. Oh. So this individual went in to have laser hair removal on his... Anus. On his bung? On his, on his bung. Okay. And um, so he goes in. It's a first... Sorry, it's not a he. It's oh. a female. Oh. Sorry. That changes everything. I'm sorry. Let me come back I, yeah, to that. Okay. My visuals completely changed. Yes. Yeah. Everyone close your eyes. Redacted. Let go of what you've got. Okay. So she goes in to have a full Brazilian... Brazilian, she decides front and back she's doing it. She says the lovely nurse comes in, gives her a brief, brief heads up, tells her how everything works, tells her to strip down and that they're going to start with her Uranus. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say this right With her personal planet. With her personal planet. <laughs> so she said the instructions were given to her, lay on your right side, use your left hand to pull up your bum cheek. Mm-hmm. So here I am, lying on my side, hand pulling up my bum, while this lady sticks a laser around my bunghole. Now on my left hand, I wear this gorgeous silver ring with a bright blue gem, handmade by my best friend's boyfriend, so it's pretty unique. So this lady saw my gorgeous ring and decided to break the awkward silence with, that's a cute ring you have there. And of course, I happened to forget I was wearing the damn ring. It just made sense in my head that this nurse was complimenting the ring of my arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. So still on my side, I tell her, thank you. It'll be a lot nicer when it's hairless. (laughs) Cute, awkward laugh and then silence until I realized that she was not talking about my bum. I finished the rest of the appointment without speaking and dashed out of there as soon as possible. Still recovering. (laughs) So there's a a few kind of funny little... um, comments that people um, put in here on this. Let me find a few here. <laughs> Why can I see myself? Uh, yep. Like, I can never think in the moment what people mean. Yeah. And, well, and, and what do you do it after? at that point? You're in too deep. Right. <laughs> like, you can't say, oh, thought you were talking about my butthole. I mean, like, what? You were wh- how do you my exit? Like, oh my gosh. Oh. People were just saying, you know, I would have just made a, a joke about it and gotten away with it. And someone's response was, yeah, that would have made my whole week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know the waxers, t- like, talking about it, like, oh, yeah. telling stories. Or I wonder if she was like, what? What are you saying? Is she even meaning oh, that? Or what if she was ac- actually complimenting her anus hole? <laughs> yep. Yeah, cute. So cute anyway, ring. I thought that was oh, that is oh, that that funny. So oh, honey, oh, be careful honey. about jumping to conclusions. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, shall I go next? Yes. Okay. My friend Grace. So this is a female writing. My friend Grace invited me to a board game bar to play and have drinks with her, her boyfriend, and one of their friends, Nick. Side note: What is a board game bar, and can we go? I'm in. Fair. Like fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love games. Okay. My friend Grace, okay, already read that. We went to get drinks in pairs, Grace going with her boyfriend. Meanwhile, Nick and I stayed at the table and vice versa. 
So Nick and I had plenty of time to talk to just the two of us. So it sounds like a setup, like a blind date. Mm -hmm. Nick started the night by telling me about his recent career change. He decided to quit his previous job, go to a coding boot camp, and got a job as a developer one or two months ago. That sounds terrible. I'm like, I know, right? He was very proud of himself and his new salary and told me multiple times. So like a software developer Mm -hmm. and kept bragging about it. He never asked me what I do for work, but talked about his new job quite a lot, occasionally saying, sorry, you don't understand that. (laughs) Ha ha. During the entire evening, I never told him I have been working as a software engineer for four years because he never asked. And honestly, at this point, I found it a bit entertaining. (laughs) When it came to the drinks, he invited me to every single one. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem with my developer salary. (gasps) I told him multiple times he doesn't have to pay for me, but he insisted. At the end of the night when we were saying our goodbyes, he took out his phone to send me a friend request on Facebook. My job is listed in my profile, so that was when he realized that I am a software engineer, (laughs) which I think is higher than a software developer. Oh, yeah. Okay. He asked me if it's true that I'm a software engineer, and I answered yes. He asked me why I hadn't told him. Why did I let him believe I was a cashier like Grace used to be? She says, what? I never implied that. And why did I let him pay for everything when I probably earn more than him? I told him he never once asked, and it was his fault if he assumed. He could have simply asked me about my job, but he only wanted to brag about his. But if he wants me to, I can pay him back for the drinks. He was angry and said I made a fool out of him. I did think he I think he did that, not me. But now Grace and her boyfriend are on his side, too, saying that would have cost me nothing to tell him early in the evening, and I only kept it for myself for my own entertainment. Well, I did find it entertaining, but I don't really feel like I did anything wrong. Am I the asshole? No. If he cannot get, like, if he cannot read the room and if he cannot have, like, enough social skills to, uh, like, ask a question or to engage her in the conversation, Mm -hmm. then he ought to buy her damn drinks. (laughs) Right? You should not be talking about your income. I mean, maybe amongst friends that comes up and there's discussions where that's had, but he was clearly flouting. Yeah. Flouting? Yeah. Flaunting, flaunting. Flaunting, flaunting, flaunting his career, his money. And my guess is she didn't get a word in edgewise with him. Well, and then especially when he was like, oh, you might not understand this because I'm so smart. Because right. I'm a software right. developer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm an engineer. I probably would have done the same thing. Like, Absolutely. He clearly thinks he's better than me. He's making assumptions about my profession. That I'm a cashier. That I'm a cashier because I'm friends with a cashier. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, everyone that hangs out has the same job. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know what's interesting is when I go to, like, networking events with my husband, very rarely does anyone ask what I do. Have you noticed that? Maybe. I don't know if you guys experience that. Or do you that. have a husband? Maybe. <laughs> hmm. But, like, I feel like with men, it's like, oh, what do you do? Like, that's their identity more. Uh-huh. With women, it's like. Oh, she's pretty. Or, like, oh, do you? It's a do you work, which may be. Is a valid question, you know, do you work or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I just find, I don't know. It's like almost seems like his career is more important than hers. Like I have this career and then it's like he didn't even ever bother to Hmm. ask her. I think he got what he he deserved. He sounds like a tool. He sounds like a tool. And for them, I think the whole thing is he was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he was mad that he bought the drinks. I don't think he was mad that she didn't tell him. I think he was like, well... I made a fool out of myself. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to blame you for that. And not yeah. sure why the friends took his side I unless yeah. the men are friends. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's how that went down because then the other man could see how that was emasculating, if you will. Right. But I would hope the girl would stand up and be like, you know what? That's on him. Did you you ever ask her? Yeah. Yeah. And she offered to buy the drinks. Yeah. It wasn't like. She didn't need him to buy the drinks. No, exactly. I love it. I do too. I love it. Again, don't make assumptions. Well, and when people kind of show their own true colors, it's like, let them. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're yep. going to go off and never ask you a question, I'm not going to interject with let me save you from yourself well, by explaining to you that I am actually more successful than you. And I <laughs> admire her ability to just ride it out uh-huh. and let the natural consequences play out. Me too. Because I would have, like, when he was starting, you know, saying things like, well, you might not understand this, I would be like... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like you would want to jump right in, but really, how much sweeter is that victory when at the end he's yes. like, Ooh. This whole night I've made like, a fool out of you myself. You have single handedly made an ass out of yourself. Uh-huh. Wow. And she just let him, which I like. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have jumped in with, yeah. yeah. I would have saved him from himself <laughs> to make myself, you know, look good. But in the end, she did it the right she way. She did. Yep, we can all learn a lesson. Yes, we can. From this OP. Yes, we okay, can. Okay, let, let me now share with you another story that will make you proud of a woman. Ooh, another oh. one. Another woman. Good. Okay, my husband and I are expecting um, our first baby, and we're very excited. Um, the thing is, is he barely attends any doctor appointments with me, and his excuses are not even valid. He's willing to miss the doctor appointment over soccer or a drink or board games with friends. His response is always, I'm not the one carrying the baby. Why do I have to go see the doctor? Oh, jeez. <gasps> okay. Bye-bye. Last week was my final straw. He was supposed to come with me for the baby's gender reveal appointment, but he chose not to come last minute because his friends invited him to a fish and chips meal. I was pretty livid but didn't make a fuss about it, and my mom went with me instead. He texted asking me to tell him the results, boy or girl. But I refused to tell him. Good for her. I know. He kept spam calling me, but I hung up each time. He came home refusing. Oh, I'm sorry. He came home fuming, demanding I tell him the results. But I refused and bluntly told him, um, since he refused to attend the appointment, that he gets no results until the baby's born. Fantastic. And I said I was willing to die on this hill. He went off calling me spiteful and immature for doing this and punishing him. He said he's the father and has the right to know. He then called me dramatic since I wasn't alone and my mom was, um, he called me dramatic since I wasn't alone and my mom was with me. I said he gets no results, period. So he's been fuming about it. He told his family and they're now pressuring me to stop playing mind games with him and tell him, but I declined. Good Am I the asshole? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, but with very good But who's reasoning. the asshole first? He's the first asshole. She's just a reactive asshole. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's the justified asshole thing. Yeah. She is justified. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love it. I do, too. Well, and this is very concerning because clearly if he is not even going to make an effort to go to the appointments, mm-hmm. like he's already checking out and he doesn't even have the baby here. What's he going to do right. when the baby gets here? Right. How involved is he going to be? Yeah. And just the fact, well, I'm not carrying it. Why do I need to be there? Okay. Well, you're also not carrying it. So why do you need to know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can be surprised just like the rest of the free world will be. (laughs) Yeah. And I just think it's, I think it's ridiculous that everybody is saying that she's playing games. It's like step up, step up or step out. 
And it's probably a good lesson that he learned now and that she doesn't have to teach him this lesson over the next months and years. Maybe yeah. this will really hit home to him. Yeah, like decide what's important to you. Are there follow-ups? Did he go to the next visit? Um, no, it did not say that. Dang it. I wonder if she's really going to keep it secret the entire till the baby is born. Um, There's yeah. no way you could. Oh, I don't you know could. if you were a woman scorned can do it. Yeah, the the update was that that it the family has now been involved and we're telling her to that she needs to quit playing the games. Wow. So, but I think people were overwhelmingly like on her side. Like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Wow. I love that. Aaron didn't go to a lot of my prenatal appointments, mm-hmm. but they were kind of in the middle of the day, and like I didn't really. Ca- I mean, he was at the gender one. Right, the important yes. ones. But just the normal ones, like, I didn't even really think, like, I would see all the couples in there, and I'd be like, I didn't even really think to, like, ask Aaron to come. Well, there are the big ones. They're yeah. the first one, the first heartbeat, like, yes. the gender reveal. Yeah. Um, but towards the end where you're weekly, no. I mean, yeah. and those get to be just the quick you run in, you know. Right. They just check for dilation. Yeah. They Yeah. yeah. But so he it's missed, not substantial He was missing some big ones. So you miss the info at the appointments you miss? Yep. That's fantastic. So now you don't know what your baby is. You don't know that I'm a, a coding engineer. What was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Step up, men. Yeah, men. Get involved. You men. suck. Ugh, gross. Disappointing. Do you have another one, Robin? You go ahead. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's a, here's a doozy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, female 30, don't have the best relationship with my husband's mom. Since day one, she tried to make remarks and compare me to her. She then tried to get on my good side and started overly praising everything I do and sometimes even copying me, like that one time when she literally dyed her hair purple, just like mine. And when everyone pointed out how ridiculous she looked, she actually blamed me Mm -hmm. and accused me of trying to make a joke out of her. Wow. Eh, she is. So, anyways... My husband and I took two weeks off work to go visit some places out of the country. Thing is, I was the one who saved up for and arranged for the trip. My husband was responsible for booking the tickets. My husband's mom wanted to come along and threw temper tantrums when I said no. She called, texted, sent people to talk me into letting her come, even threatened to call the police and make some complaint (laughs) to get us to stay if she can't come. What? 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 My husband said we should just take her, but I told him he was wrong to tell her about the trip in the first place. He gave me an ultimatum, said he wouldn't go if she can't come. Bye. Uh And I told him I'd gladly call his bluff, which made him take his words back and say, fine, I'll tell her to stop because we won't take her. Things got quieter, suspiciously quieter. Oh, no. The day of the trip came and we got to the airport at 2 p.m. My husband was walking ahead of me and was looking left and right like he was looking for someone. (gasps) Oh, you dog. Uh-huh. I asked him, but he didn't respond. He led me to the waiting area, and first thing I saw was his mom standing there <gasps> with her luggage. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I froze in my spot. I felt a cold wave washing over me, and I was fuming inside. She and my husband were hugging, and that's when I quietly turned around and started walking towards the exit. Good for her. Uh-huh. My husband followed me while shouting at me to stop. He tried to stop me, but I told him of the harshest way possible. He tried to say I was overreacting and that his mom was there anyway and I should just let it go and not mess the trip up for us. I told him he oh. and his mom could still go and that I was going home. I went home and sobbed into my dog's fur oh. for several minutes. 
Let's hope it was a real dog. Oh. <laughs> it was the guy in the collie suit. Then she Here, took him Toku. for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out he he booked her a ticket without me knowing. <gasps> he oh, booked you, the ticket. He did. Bastard. With her money, might we remember. Because she yeah. mentioned in the beginning, she saved for the trip. This was her. Yep. With the girl, with the wife's money. With the wife's money. <gasps> yep. Um, so he ended up coming home. He didn't go. He says, an, she says an hour later, he came home yelling and raging about how pathetic and spiteful I was to walk out and go home and ruin the trip last minute. Oh my God. I told him he caused this to happen. He said I was being so hard on his mom. It's ridiculous. I refused to fight anymore, but he kept on berating me and then called my family to tell them that the trip was canceled and that it was because of me. My family said that I shouldn't have ruined it for myself and should have sucked it up and done my best to enjoy. Did I really overreact? Absolutely not. No. He deceived you. Uh He lied to you. Mm -hmm. And on your dime. Yeah. Like you paid for all this stuff. and. You know, and this is the thing. There is a time and a place for family trips and whatever. But there are some things that you don't, like you're leaving the country to go on a getaway. Yes. And it's going to be you and him and your mom. Right. And she she had told him no. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is it wasn't just like he got there and she showed up. It was very clear. And the fact that she's freaking nuts about it. Right. She calls the cops. I'm going to call the cops to report so you guys miss your trip. Like, there are some... this And this can't be, like, an isolated incident. No. no. It's not like you have this you normal, healthy like relationship that. and suddenly invite your mom. Like, not invite your mom, but book her a ticket. Yeah. And let her come and lie about it. And I think he just thought, well, I can see the, the, the thought process. She'll get to the airport. We're already packed. We've spent all the money. We get through security. She's, at that point, she'll have no choice. Wow. Yeah. He, did. Did not, he did not bank on her walking out. Wow. I wonder if the mom went. Like, <laughs> She probably, she sends him a postcard. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that the mom and son didn't have a nice romantic getaway because it sounds like his loyalties are clearly to mommy. Yeah, exactly. That's so, like a lot of the commenters are saying, you know, that he doesn't have a backbone. That he can't stand up. I'm like, he has a backbone. His backbone is attached to his mother yeah. and the right. umbilical cord. Because he was willing to make some pretty bold moves Yep. when it came to his wife. Yeah, it's not that he's just a pushover. It's that he made a very conscious decision is, of who he wanted to spend that time with. He is in utero still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to break the water. We're not even the umbilical cord thing. It's like he's still in there. That's almost, I wonder how that relationship if it continued or if that ended or, I, I mean, that could be a... On Reddit, a, you rarely hear people say, just get a divorce, like Jamie does. <laughs> That's my mantra. But this one is literally like, it's over. It doesn't sound like they have kids either. It's hard to tell. But like, it wasn't like we had a babysitter. My mom was watching the kids. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, you got... You, like, if you don't, you run while you can. You get out of there. Because wow. that is not going to get any yeah. better. And then don't blame her for ruining the trip. Yeah. He's gaslighting her. You ruined the trip. No, you did. I wonder, yeah. You and your purple-haired mom ruined the trip. Exactly. He's the one to blame for all of this. Mm-hmm. He's the one responsible for his side of the family. And for making boundaries, uh-huh. right? For setting, creating yep. boundaries with, you know, once you get married or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stupid. Wow. Messed up. Wow. Okay. Uh, Robin, do you have one? Um, I can do a quick one about potatoes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Please do. Since we're in Idaho yeah. and, you know, the and we had some delightful potatoes this morning. I 
have eaten a lot of potatoes here this week. We've talked about this is at least our third time <gasps> talking about those potatoes. Oh, we on the show. We could yes. do a commercial. If you live anywhere near Meridian, Idaho, you have to go to 830 Commons for brunch oh, and wow. get their potatoes. Unbelievably good. And you know what I think? I think they're like boiled. I spend a lot of my free time thinking about these. They're these little mini potatoes. I think they pre-boil them because they're so soft inside. So soft inside. And then they do like a fried in oil situation. Like like frying on the Yes, because they are like a donut. They're like a salty donut meets a potato. They're unbelievable. And big chunks of salt. Uh They haunt my dreams. They do. Well, speaking of potatoes. So this this young man... was dating his girlfriend. They'd only been on a few, or they were together. It was only his second girlfriend he's had in his life. So okay. he's still pretty new. He's a rookie. <laughs> he's a rookie. Um, he was invited to dinner with by the girlfriend to meet with the parents. He was nervous. He was bashful. He said he knew it needed to be done, but he was nervous. He said, "I met them nicely. It started off in a good way, good i a good way." Sorry. Then he says, the idea slapped into my mind that I should do a comic bit to make a a good impression and become known to them as a person who is amusing. Oh, no. 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 Bad idea. No comedy. Nope. But he's going going in. Pre-planned comedy does not usually execute well. Nope. He's going in. So this is what he decided to do. When he saw that baked potatoes were served, I got the idea that it would be very good if I pretended I did not know what potatoes were. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny, he said. Well, let me tell you, backfired in my face. I'll tell you how. So first, when the potato came on my plate, I acted very interested. I showed an expression on my face so as to seem that I was confused, astounded, but in a restrained way, curious and interested. They noticed and seemed confused, but didn't remark. So I asked. So he's all in. He is committed. (laughs) He is fully committed. Uh, There's no turning back. This looks very interesting. What is this? They stared at me, and the mother said, it's a baked potato. And I said, oh, interesting, a baked, what is it again? (laughs) And she was like, a potato. (laughs) And I was like, a potato? Oh, interesting. Never heard of a potato. Looks pretty good. He said the family didn't pick up that he was joking. Well, you wouldn't. No. They believed him. Because it's not funny. He said it went long enough that he he realized he would be shamed, humiliated, and disgusted if he ended up (laughs) telling them it was a joke. Or they would be. They would be. Um, and so he decided to commit to it. He said, I committed to the act of pretending. They asked me, did I not really know what a potato was? Oh I told him I've never seen one, never heard of one. This went on and on. The girlfriend was acting very confused and embarrassed, as she would be. As she, she should be. Yes. <laughs> so he he said he, he was in 100%. What I would not admit to, when I would not admit to knowing what, what a potato was, the father began to get annoyed. <laughs> At one point, he said something like, enough is enough. You're effing with us. Admit it. <gasps> oh. And I said, sir, before today, I never heard of a potato. <laughs> <laughs> he got annoyed um, and went off the rails when the guy <gasps> took a bite and said, oh, it tastes very strange. Oh. <laughs> Father shouted and told them to get the F out of his house. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yep. This is escalating. Yep. Um, he said, he just, he said, I don't appreciate you making fun of us and just went off. So he said, after that all happened and he left, now the girlfriend's mad at him. Well, yeah. So in order to save the relationship, <laughs> he's told the girl he's never had a potato. <laughs> so 
on and on it goes. He says, I wish I had never started this, but I can't go back. He's in too deep. He's in too deep. And he said, I don't think I can ever get out of this. And I think my girlfriend's going to break up with me. Because um, you know he's lying. You're like, are you lying? Are you a psycho? Like, what? And you're clearly uh, one thing is for sure. He's not a comedian. No, because yeah. this is not a this funny. This isn't funny. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, like, even in its, even if it was well executed, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> I can't think of any way that this could turn into a bit. Like, no. this is not a funny little, like, oh, I do know what this, like, how, where was the punchline? Yeah. There, where were you going to end this? Like, I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> just so it's dumb. so embarrassing. I know. A lot of secondhand embarrassment. A lot. Oh, yeah. A does lot. it say where they lived or anything? It doesn't. Okay. But it does say this. One person in the comments spoke up. Continue to do this <laughs> with something different every time you see them. So what's this giant chair thing we're all sitting on called again? Oh, a couch. Very interesting. <laughs> a house. Oh, interesting. Never heard of a house. Looks pretty interesting. Tastes much better than the couch did. I would hate him so bad <laughs> if he did that. Well, yeah. And what? Is, I mean, he's been dating the girl for a while. Yeah. So why wouldn't the girl be like, come on, you jackass. Remember when we had fries at McDonald's last week? Yesterday, yeah. Those were potatoes. And you know, you know they're potatoes. Like, you grow up, like, that is one of the first foods. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am from Idaho, so. But they were furious. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. The way the dad got so mad about it is unexpected. Yeah, he was done. Like, that's a bit of an overreaction. But or I, someone being stupid. But but it sounds like I mean I could see the dad's perspective. Like this guy's mess. Like he yeah. thinks like he's trying to make what a is fool he's out making of us. us look stupid. Yeah, or he's yeah. trying to. Which yep. which how it doesn't. He's not trying to make them. I can't see him trying to. I can just see you getting frustrated. Like I don't get what you're trying to do, and it's just rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to like get that to get that mad to get yeah it seems really overreactive to take a too. personal offense yes to kick him out of your house <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite get it so eat your potatoes and never claim to not know what they are okay okay take a lesson and okay. don't try to be funny don't ever try no. and be funny don't, don't ever decide to be funny it's either natural or it's not right uh-uh. okay let me see I twenty two year old male have an older brother who is 27 who's been dating this girl around the same age as him for quite some time. My brother wasn't as lucky in the gene pool as me, and he isn't someone you'd consider conventionally attractive. He's a good guy, just not lucky with girls or dating in general. Well, his girlfriend is blind. (laughs) Oh, no. And also the hottest girl my brother has managed to pick up. And yesterday they've had a family gathering to announce that she's pregnant. While it wasn't a planned pregnancy, they do plan to keep the baby. So they're happy and in a good yeah. place. My brother's girlfriend started saying how lucky she is that she found a man like my brother, as most men she'd met were only interested in having sex with her and didn't want to be tied down to a blind person. And I made a joke about oh, no. how <laughs> most women wouldn't even look at my brother, so he's also just as lucky that he found <gasps> someone like her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I thought people would laugh at my joke, but instead it just created an awkward atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> And my brother just looked embarrassed. Soon enough, the gathering ended and my parents approached me to say that I was out of line with what I said about my brother, especially knowing how much he struggled with insecurity issues when it comes to his looks, and that I should apologize to him for ruining such a celebratory moment. 
I don't understand how my joke could have ruined my brother's moment, especially because I've always made jokes about his looks. And he'd, <laughs> and he'd always laugh them off. Yeah. Um, he'd always laugh them off. But my parents insist I apologize to him for what I said um, at the gathering. Am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he did it in good fun. It just backfired. Well, imagine the girlfriend. The, uh, she's now pregnant. She's like, Okay, so now my boyfriend's ugly. And I'm going to have an ugly baby. And, yeah. But think about it from this perspective. If you're blind, the idea of people being attractive and unattractive would be so arbitrary. Like, why would you even care? Like, to know, like, people are... And does she know she's beautiful? And does she even know... Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. So you would really be literally looking at people's insights. Well, not literally. That's not the quite the use of literal. <laughs> You're not literally looking at their gut. But for a blind person, I wonder if they still recognize that society sees beauty and go, okay, now I'm walking around with a person that society deems hideous. Well, or if she'd be like, that's the last thing I care about because he's a good guy and he's kind and he's committed and he loves me. That, you know, I wonder. I, I wonder, huh. too, if she's been always been blind, right? Yeah. Because it, cause that, you brought up a good point because if she's always been blind— then how would she even know? What how would you is? even equate that to societal standards? You wouldn't, like, how, you wouldn't even have a frame of reference for that. Because you would just feel people have eyes, nose, lips, yeah. head. You can't feel if they're pretty or it's not. It's functional. I mean, well, you know, you've seen the shows where the blind person puts their hand on their face and they're like, You're so beautiful. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you really, how do you, like, it, what, I don't know. I'm over here say, feeling my face. <laughs> you know, like, like what I'm would I feel to like to a blind person? Like, no, my eye, my forehead doesn't protrude. My nose is a normal size. Ooh, butt chin. Hmm. <laughs> butt chin. High cheekbones. But for them, it's like I've heard that maybe society thinks that high cheekbones and big eyes are pretty. But to them, it's like, but why? How it's do you your even? Eye, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a nose. It has a function. It's yeah. not pretty but or not don't pretty. don't you imagine... Like, in your mind, you would obviously want to imagine that your partner is attractive. Yeah. Sure. Right? I mean, you look at you look at your partner and whether they are, like, attractive to the society's standards, to you, they're, they're attractive. Yep. Yeah. So. Like, I think the whole blind thing from life for birth would make a make big a difference. Make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, because if you have seen beauty, right, you've, like, you've had your vision and then yeah. somebody literally just rips the rug right out from underneath you. And now you you're pregnant, imagine. you're in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ooh, you're right. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're blind, he's ugly. Well, yeah. it's like we've talked, <laughs> when we had our, we did a whole episode about, like, brain things, and there's that aphantasia where people can't picture things in their mind. Oh, I remember hearing that. And I've been talking that. to my mom about it because she's like, I don't picture anything. I'm like, so when you read, like, I'm formulating in my mind what the character looks like and what the scene looks like. And then that's why when you see the movie, it's like, oh, I didn't picture it that way or whatever. Right. And so I wonder if, like, in like if a blind person would just conjure up an image, if they even knew what a face looked like. Like, if you've never seen a face. A face. What would be your imagery, or would you even? You probably have, don't have imagery. Do you, you would feel it, right? Do you if, do you imagine in pictures, or is or it smells? in texture, or in yeah, like or just audio. feelings? Like this guy is a good guy. So somebody who has been blind yeah. from birth, we need to know how you imagine. Yes, 
Yeah. I, that is, I want to know how, like, and dreams. And what are your really dreams interesting like? To know. Can you see things in your dreams? I bet we can I've look heard this up on Reddit. I've heard you can't if you were born blind. You would not see. You wouldn't have an image to con to. Because they say that everything you dream is like a compilation of things you've seen in real mm-hmm. life. You can't see a face in your dream that you haven't seen in real life on that's somebody. That's what they true. say. That's true. what they say, but I don't know. I don't know if that's so look true look at your, the faces in your dreams tonight. I try. My dreams are so nondescript. Yeah. I have the stupidest dreams most of the time. At least they're not of the devil. Oh, yeah, or true. are they? At least I'm not possessed. Okay. Should I do a, a TIFU or another, um, another Oh Honey? Do a TIFU. Okay. TIFU. T-I-F-U. So this happened two days ago, he says. A friend of mine is currently on his second mission to the ISS, International Space Station, you guys. Full-on astronaut. I saw a call come in on my iPhone, and the caller ID said U.S. government. I first had thought, had that feeling you get when the principal calls you to their office. (laughs) Crap, what did I do that I thought I got away with, but maybe I didn't? I was in the middle of something with a bunch of people and showed them what it said on my phone, and everyone was all, don't answer it. <laughs> Between everyone's suggestion and my gut feeling of being in trouble, I sent it to voicemail. Turns out it was my buddy calling from space. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had a chance to speak to someone that wasn't on Earth and screwed it up. First thing he said in the voicemail was, you probably saw a call from U.S. government and turned it down. <laughs> I know he'll call again, but damn, I feel like an idiot right now. <laughs> So he says he ended up did calling back and anyway, but I'm like, uh, it reminded me the reason why I thought that was so funny is when my little sister Lindsay went on her church mission to Peru, we had been like super close, hanging out all the time. Then she's in another country. We can't ever talk. This was before now they can actually make phone calls once a week before you couldn't make a phone call unless it was like Christmas or Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So why not Father's Day, I wonder, now that I'm thinking back? I don't know. Anyway, so I, I'll, I, I'm in this, I think it was the same day, I think it was the day after I watched The Notebook, uh-huh. and I couldn't stop crying. I think it was my birth control, because I was like laying on the carpet sobbing, like the next day. So I watched it in the night, and Aaron got home from work the next day, and he, I was on the like rug sobbing. And he's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I can't stop thinking about The Notebook. Like, I was the biggest <laughs> hot mess, and I don't think I've cried at a movie since. That's probably why. That's so funny. So I think it was that same day or the next day, or maybe just a quake crying on a rug, because I get, like, an unknown call, and I send it to voicemail, and it's my sister, Lindsay, happened to be in, like, an airport, and they were like, you can call someone or, or let them know where you are, or maybe there was just a pay phone, and she decided to call me. I don't know. And I declined it. Oh. And I got a voicemail. Hey, you're not going to be able to call me back because I'm going to pay phone. But I just wanted, I had a minute I could say hi. And I was devastated oh, no. that I missed that call. That I purposely declined it. Because you were in the fetal position. Because I was in the fetal position over oh. Ryan Gosling. So what is your advice, Brooke? Do you think we should take all incoming all calls? incoming calls. Pick them up. Or my phone has a screener. If it's an unknown number, you can say screen call, and they tell you this is so-and-so, and then you can pick it up. My Google phone has that. Oh. It's oh. great. I don't have that. So yesterday I had an unknown call, screened it. It was someone telling me my an order was ready somewhere. I'm like, this is perfect. So this week I've been job hunting, and I've been getting callbacks oh, yeah. from weird numbers. Yeah. So all week I've been answering whatever comes through, yeah. I answer it. You know you're in trouble when there's a slight pause when yes. you, hello, and you hear 
And then it's, <laughs> yep. And then it's like, Robin. But then you can just hang up. You can. But I'm it's an advocate. I am an advocate of answering calls. Because what's what's the worst that's going to happen? It's going to be somebody that I don't want to talk to. <laughs> well, it's going to be someone you know that you can't just hang up on. Right. And now you're in for a call. Yeah. But with your job, don't you have to answer all calls? You do? Yeah. Okay. Or she just doesn't answer. I don't. <laughs> she, she chooses not to answer calls that she knows who you are. I know. And she only answers calls that she doesn't know who it is. <laughs> Jamie's the, the opposite. opposite. I, just, I just hate being obligated. Oh, Linda. <laughs> is, that, is that your mother yes. coming through? Being obligated? She I didn't mean, like obligations. Like, I don't like being interrupted. I, like, especially, like, when I'm working and I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. And then the phone rings and I... For oh. me, it's harder to call somebody back. I struggle making phone calls. So that what goes through my head is if this is someone you need to talk to, you're going to have to call them back if you don't answer. And I would just rather answer and deal with the repercussions than have to actually make a phone that's call true. back. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. That's my laziness, I guess. I always feel like I should be better with that, but ugh, I'm not. Just that's, text me. I know. Just that, and that's text me. like I am the, the first thing I always do. If somebody calls... I'll te- I text back. Hey, yeah. what, you know. Can't talk. Can you text? Yeah. Even yeah. if I can. Oh, now uh, you all know. Now we all know. Or I'll text. What about when you text somebody and they call you? You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. No, like when you, I, I know. I have a friend where I'll send a text and I know the next minute she'll call because yep. it's like to her and it's like, oh, it's just easier to call. Is it's it? like, I know, but I'm not for that. That's it's, not. It's really easier to just text because then you can do that while you're doing other things. Yes, that's the key there. You it's can still only, communicate. Only but. if you're going back and forth and things are kind of getting confusing. Right. Where it's like, then let, that's just worthy of a call. call me real quick. Let's get this figured out because sometimes texting can get confusing. Sometimes I call you because I don't know if you're going to lose your phone between the beginning <laughs> of the conversation and the end. And sometimes I'm just not there for the It's like we'll late. start a conversation and then like, I get and distracted. And yeah. Yeah. So. I don't, I'm not, I'm not anti-call and I realize now how few people I actually talk to on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Same. so it kind of makes me like, I probably should call people more. I talk to my sister. I take phone calls from her and a few of my friends. I won't name names. <laughs> so those that I don't take them from. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's talking on the phone. Well, I don't know. I think we all have a small list of people we enjoy just yeah. talking yeah. to on the phone. Or it's like if you're driving, it's like, I might as well just call someone yes. on the drive. Oh, and my yeah. son. I love to talk to my son yeah. on the phone. He doesn't yeah. like to talk on the phone at well, all. So, you know. Let's get over it. That generation. Hmm? Yep. That generation. Nice. Well, good. You guys, we did it. Did we, we did do it? it? You know what we haven't done forever? Yes. The barren truth. The barren truth. Do you guys have a barren truth? No, do you? Do you? No, I don't even know what it means. Do you have a <laughs> She hates it so bad. I don't You had a know. weird and what? Do you, you have a, a would you rather? Would you rather? I have some would you rathers. Okay, give us Hold some. on, hold on, hold Pick on. Pick your favorite. We'll put well, that out in the universe. I mm-hmm. am going to put this. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to, you guys tell me what you think. This okay. kind of goes with my um, uh poop shoot okay. that it was earlier. Yeah, Would you rather pee a ping pong ball Ooh. or poop a bowling ball? <gasps> oh my Okay, gosh. if that's too much, too let's soon. see. Too let's much, see. Um, would you... Ooh. Oh, these are so inappropriate. <laughs> no, do it. Okay. Would you rather have to wear a pair of underwear that you found on the street oh. or wear wet undergarments for a whole month? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Or not the ones on the street. Not the ones on the street. I'm taking the ones on the street. Oh gosh. I am. You're taking wet. Those? You might get the. the You're just going to have wet. Yeah. Can I turn them inside out? You don't know if somebody else has turned wet. them inside I don't, out it twice. Say. No, I think you can. And then I worry about DNA and crime scene. Like. Somebody's vagina has been in those chonies <laughs> that you're penis? wearing. What if now that would be better to me? I'd rather a, wear a peen previously filled with a, a boxer peen mm-hmm. than a vag. Yep. You know. Would you rather have a baby baby vomit on you, or would you rather vomit on a baby? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to clean both of them. That took a second. Who's baby? I don't ever want to vomit under any circumstance. I'd rather have a baby vomit on me because that's spit up. Babies rarely like. Vomit chunks. Ugh. Ew. Yeah. And this one, we'll leave this one here. Okay. Would you rather wear a clown wig or clown shoes every day? Oh, jeez. Shoes. Oh, my God. Nothing deep. Probably, sh- probably shoes. Shoes? Yes. Those big, enormous clown <laughs> shoes. But it's vanity. You can't go to the gym. Oh. Vanity? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because. You've got a size 80 foot. <laughs> I'm, doing the, I'm doing the wig. The first thing people see is your head. And then they look down at those big ass <laughs> shoes and wonder what is going on. I just say I have bunions. <laughs> <laughs> These are my medically. Which is less attractive than a Ronald McDonald. Now is it striped? Oh. Do I get three colors like a snow cone? Honey, you think far too much into or this. Or is this like a red Ronald McDonald situation? I think situation? it's a red Ronald McDonald situation. No, I'm going shoes. I'm going vanity over functionality. Let's I let's leave them with a real one. It's okay. not silly. Okay. okay. Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? That is such a good question. Should we think about that one? Okay. Yep. And we'll talk about it next time. A a rewind button or Or a a pause pause button. Okay. So if you rewind, are you just replaying it like a video? I need need clarification. You can backtrack and then move forward. And then move forward with a different path. I think so. I don't know. If you can rewind... To me, it just means you get to go back and relive something. In my mind, that question is, would you rather be able to go back and relive things that you want to relive, or would you rather be able to pause and keep living things that you're so enjoying? So you're not, I okay, so you like don't get to rewind, change the course. I feel like a rewind button is, let me rewind that and do it again. Oh, See And that? then change it. But, but what that's if I the rewinded effect. 30 years back? Then I'm going to relive 30 more years? Yes. Yeah. And then what would pause do? Give you a minute to figure stuff out. So if you're in a situation that you are like, you're getting attacked, you're in a fight, you're in a situation where you need a second, you could pause, take a second. Get a taser in your hand, unpause. I read that totally differently than you did. I don't know. I see what you're saying. are different interpretations. I also think, I I don't know why I have this thought. I don't know if it's from something I've read before, seen, or talked about, but maybe it's from a, a show. But you could pause, and then you could like go... Rob a bank. Yeah. While everybody's frozen, you could go do all of these things that would bring you, like, put you in a better place and then unpause. But it doesn't say you're pausing the whole world but yourself. It says you're pausing your life. Yeah. So you probably, my dad actually wrote a book called The Fastest Boy in the World where he pauses and does stuff. Everyone thinks he's really fast, but he's really just pausing or slowing down. I don't know. So, yeah, I think there's different interpretations. If you're just pausing your life. What's the point of that? It'd be like being in a coma. To me, it means you get to pause in this moment. Like if I'm loving doing this podcast, I can pause this time and just be in this booth with you guys forever. Okay. Yeah. Or like you're know, sitting on the beach and, oh, and yeah. you can just pause like until it. you really get. So there's never like, oh, I wish we had more time. Yeah. Yep. Because you could 
you could pause to give down yourself time. that time. Give me a second. Think about things. But yeah. Hmm. Deep thoughts. Very deep, deep thoughts. Okay. Deep Let thoughts. us know what you think on our socials, Truth Fairies Pod. At gmail.com, too, if you want to send us something. Yeah, please do. Or you can mail them something at 7. <laughs> at P.O. Box. Or yeah. you could wrap like a message around a dove and let uh, it fly to us. Please. No, pigeons. Pigeons. Doves, <laughs> doves don't <laughs> deliver. Don't doves mate for life. Or you could put it on the um, collar of Toku. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod. And send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 